This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In the air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there! Coming down! down. Welcome back to Pine Tar for Breakfast. Your host, Kevin Franzen, and I, I don't care if it's me. I got World Series champion, Philly great. It's Chase Utley Day tomorrow, and I got Chase on the line. What's up, Chase? Franny, how are you, bud? It's been a, it's been a little while. What's going on? It's, I mean, it's been like two weeks since I saw you, but that's, that's fine. I mean, yeah, dude, well, I mean, you know, this whole podcast our, is about you. First, it's our first podcast together. Yeah, and I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm just talking to another media member now. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm like, we got TV guy, TV analyst. That's right. That's right. Mr. How was that? Mr. TV analyst. Uh, it was interesting. I'm clearly, as as you probably know, a different different perspective uh, on the game. Um, I, different, Definitely different uniform. Not that comfortable in a suit and tie. Uh, but. You know, I, I may do. It was actually it was actually a lot of fun. I've only done a, I've only done two games. I have twelve more to go. So small, small requirement, but it's it's good to get on that side of the of the baseball, analyze it a little bit, and uh, have fun with it. I was to say for like someone that you know I admired not you know as a friend as a teammate I'm playing against you always prepping and doing everything. Uh, when you go into a show like that and, and having to prep, I mean, it, obviously there's no adrenaline. There's not, you know, nothing going on there. But could you take, like, some of your playing day stuff to bring it to onto there, you know, like just from what you were seeing and, and analyzing there and trying to make, you know, make sure that people understood, like, I think differently than most. I, I, I think, like, five plays ahead than, than most of these people. Yeah, it's good. Like you said, there's not a whole lot of adrenaline going in, in the studio where it's, quiet and cold um, but yeah I mean I did my best to try to try to you know build a, uh, a picture of what's going on in the, in the game or in, in certain plays the two games that I did the, the Dodgers lost so it was there was some uh, critiquing going on which I wasn't a huge huge fan of but it's part of being an analyst um, but yeah I mean I'm there to give my perspective on on certain situations in the game from from a baseball player that I felt played the game, you know, most of the time the right way. Um, but like I said, it was it was fun. The the host would team me up with a bunch of easy questions, and I would try to hit a homer. I hit a couple of <laughs> singles, maybe a double. I'm still waiting for a homer. Well, you you did what you normally did against the New York Mets, which was uh, you know, shot him right there, make sure. Yeah. Hey, do you like the Mets? No, not at all, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you, Franny. <laughs> All right, so tomorrow night, big night, obviously for all of Philadelphia. Um, it's a big night for you and your family. I mean, one that doesn't like to talk about himself often, you're going to have to do that. I mean, it's, you know, 
a recollection of basically all the years that you spent there and all the success that you had there, the wins, uh, the title. Um, can you give me like just a little bit of what you're feeling going into this whole thing? Well, I've been told I need to keep it around three to four minutes. Easy. So, so that I can, I can, I can totally do that. <laughs> um, so I might have to cut a few things out. Listen, I, I spilled, spent over 12 years in, in Philadelphia and had, as you know, we've had, had some pretty amazing uh, teams and, and memories playing in that, in that stadium in front of the, the great fans. So yeah, it's my opportunity to kind of give back a little bit and, and, and let the fans know how how much I appreciate what they did for not only myself but for for the teams that, that I was on. So I'll try to keep it fairly quick and short and sweet. Um, but now it gives a little bit of closure to my career in Philadelphia. Now that I'm six months retired, spending a little bit more time on the golf course, which. Soon enough, Franny, I'm going to come calling for you, and you're going down. There's no chance. There's no, no chance. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, well, I know that. I mean, that's a Yeah, big. 100%. You're, you're spending <laughs> too much time in the studio. I'm I'm out there on the links. Well, I mean, I'm going to take you up on that. And, uh, you, I mean, let's just, you know, it's dollar for dollar. I know. It's all good. One dollar for fine. me, hundred dollars for you. It's all, play, it's all relative. Two, two, two for one, three for one. I'm, I'm up <laughs> for whatever. The game is It's coming along. Hey. You, you know, like, w- the biggest thing is, like, okay, number one, retirement is, is something different for you. I know that, and, and family is all about it uh, with the boys. And, and the question I have, and, you know, with, with Max and Ben, Max being around when, you know, you're with the Dodgers, Ben being around for both a little bit of the Phillies, but he's not going to remember that. How important is that maybe for you as a dad? Like, because I, I, I don't want to say it, like, Oh man, I can't wait. It's all about me. No, but like just you are revered in a city, in two cities, in, in LA and in Philadelphia. How important is it for you for the boys to see that? Well, I'm excited for them to come. They've been they've been to a few games of mine when I came back as a Dodger, but they don't I don't think they they totally get it. Um, how much fun we had and how uh, the great times we had in, in the city. So for them to they're gonna be on the field, they're gonna watch me talk they're gonna they're gonna be confused while i'm up there talking wearing a suit and like have my hair all done up and everything um but no i think there'll be some highlights and finally maybe i can say hey guys now maybe will you start listening to me when i give you some pointers on baseball look at i kind of knew what i was doing so hopefully it'll give me a little validation yeah i would say that you had you knew kind of what you were doing i mean you were an all-star I, well, yeah, but I was. I was an all-star for a couple a couple different times. So I was an A-ball, yeah, I, I was an A-ball all-star. It was all good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I was an A-ball all-star, too. Yeah, well, okay. Jeez, Tommy so, Tucker. About that. Hey, how many other ones? You got five, <laughs> six other ones. There you go. Triple uh, uh, A all-star, triple A all-star. I got one of those. I got one of yeah. those. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, I got one. Good job. I went over two in that game. Like, I'll remember <laughs> it for the rest of my life. Um, you know the last the last time the last time that my boys were at Philly, I think it was last season, and they were walking around the stadium with my wife, and there were a bunch of fans that had Utley Phillies jerseys on, and they were so confused why everyone had their jersey on, they just they couldn't figure it out. Hopefully tomorrow it'll give them a little bit more perspective. Dude, I, that I don't know why. Like, just I guess from like 
knowing most, you know, knowing them since they're basically born, like the the fact that they get to see this, that's what I'm fired up about. That it's like Jimmy with the girls, like they they got to see, you know, dad, you know, this is this is where he is. This is this is where he is known as, you know, one of the greatest ever. And vice versa, same thing with you. I mean, it's that that fires me up. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited just to 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 come back here. Um, I'll be back here more than once, but you know, the final time to give it a little bit of closure. And and again, yeah, talking about my boys. Hopefully, they can take it in. I'm gonna keep, like I said, I'm gonna keep my speech short. One for because I was told to. Two, their attention span is only about like seven minutes long, so I got to keep it under that seven minutes so they pay attention. I mean, apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. it. I mean, from, you know, 10, she's, I, I think she's at, th- she got to like three minutes the other day. She Good. locked in with me for like three minutes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was like yeah. a groundbreaking moment. Or is that, or is that, that boring? It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't listen, but it's okay. It's all good. Um Another thing, obviously, I, I mentioned Jimmy and then Ryan and, and those guys going in same same year as you, you know, all having retirement nights and uh, you guys being just such a, a, a vital part of the Phillies organization during that time. And uh, how how important is that to you that they're doing very similar things because you guys all were together? One hundred percent. Obviously, Jimmy and myself and Ryan are are getting these nights, but there were, as you know, there, there were more, more guys that had contributions on the teams over the years, um, than just this, just us. We were just a piece, piece of the puzzle. We've spent, spent like a majority of our career with the, with the same team. So, uh, clearly it's a great recognition from the Phillies, but there's so many amazing players that, that we had a chance to, to play with and I wish I had time tomorrow to to go over everyone that that had some type of effect on on my career whether it be a coach or a or a former teammate or just just a friend uh, unfortunately I won't be able to mention everybody but um, I'm happy that Jimmy and Ryan are able to do this I watched Jimmy's speech he did did a great job um, and I imagine Ryan will do the same. They both deserve the recognition. And in that, I mean, look, the one guy that I think is uh, vital in, in a lot of stuff for you as a Philly is Charlie. I mean, the, the fact that Charlie gets to see all three of you and, and do all that and be like, hey, uh, what, what's up? Hey, I, uh, <laughs> are you going to mention yeah. Charlie? I, I, I plan on talking about Charlie. He's one of my – my he's on my small list of people to to talk about how can i miss how can i miss him he was like you said he was a vital part of our success he shaped he shaped our team he he his attitude and his the way he went about it on a daily basis interacting with his with his players you just don't see that very often now that i've i've been around a number of different players that have played for different teams um charlie was uh, there weren't a lot of Charlie Manuals around the league, so I, I, we should all, all the players should feel pretty fortunate that we had a chance to play, play in him. As you know, he was he was fun to be around every single day, regardless of win or loss. He was always the same guy. I loved that he loved hitting. Um, we always had some great hitting stories. He would make a, he would make stuff up all the time 
as you know, about random things that he saw, which we knew weren't true, but kept it light and kept the kept the room laughing. Is there like I I know I'm probably putting you on the spot here, but is there like one story like that that resonates with you with Charlie? Yeah, I mean, it might be few. funny, it might be serious. I don't know, but like just one that just every time that you think about it just makes you laugh. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a ton of them, obviously, but one that I remember he was he told me and uh, and he swears to this day I because I bring it up to him every time I see him that he was he was watching. Um, he was watching a player on the other team take early batting practice, and he claims that this guy hit a ball off the Liberty Bell in dead center field at Citizens Bank Park, which is like 700 feet. You couldn't hit a, you could barely hit a golf ball that far. <laughs> he claims he saw it with his own eyes to this day, and I still call BS on it. I, I want to know who that is because I mean it might have it might have been Stan, it might have been Stan. It was Julio Julio Franco. Remember Julio Franco? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he still is, playing. He he's ninety. Yeah, he, I, he is. I think he still is playing. You're right, but I mean, no disrespect to Julio because he was an amazing hitter and had a lot of power. But I'm sorry, he didn't hit one 700 feet <laughs> at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, I, my favorite one, and and you were there for it. <laughs> Mike Morse hit one off of uh, Tyler Cloyd into the second bullpen and like the back wall. <laughs> yeah. And he came in and like yeah. Tyler was feeling, I, I mean, it was like the first time and only time I think on a big league field, I want to give like the little league high five. Cause it was pretty like spectacular to see, but like <laughs> you go to the dugout and everyone's kind of like waiting for the ice to be broken. He's like, Oh, Tyler, oh, you need a stewardess on that thing. Damn. <laughs> and everyone started laughing. But that was like, that was the reason why I feel like, there was so much success with you guys is not only you had great talent. I mean, that, that was first and foremost, we all know that, but the leadership and, and Charlie, he was able to keep things light when it needed to be. Uh, not all the time. He wanted you guys to be serious, play the game the right way, do all those things, which you had no problem doing. We all know that, but just in team in general, but that, those were the moments. Those are what make, I feel like the great managers. No, I, I completely agree with you. 100%. He, he expected a lot of, a lot out of us, but, but in those in those times that were uh, a little uncomfortable, he made light of those situations and kind of took some pressure off off guys. Um, yeah, you can't you can't even imagine how much pressure, especially a young guy, has coming in the big leagues and not doing well. But for him to make light of it, no big deal. We we all understand how difficult it is. Um, that's just kind of what made him special. All right, so. This is going to be the last one because I know you got to go. You're busy and doing all that stuff. But uh, so here's the deal. I do a uh, – it's like a name recognition thing, all right? So I'm going to throw out a name, and I just want to know if you waffled them, okay? If I waffled <laughs> Yeah, if you waffled them. Uh, and it's kind of fun because some – I mean, I did it with Larry Boa. And yeah. Bo, Boa thought like, oh, man, I own this guy. I was like, no, dude, you hit like 110. Okay. Okay, so – uh, we're going to start out. I'm going to start out with an easy one. Derek Lowe. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the book a, a few times. But good guy. Great good guy. guy. Yeah, but that doesn't matter in this. This is about, you know, did you shoot him or not? Yeah, he got shot. Yeah, he got shot. He had a 1353 OPS against him. Is that good? That's, that's good, right? That's okay. That's yeah, four homers, four doubles, one triple. It's all good. 20 for 44. It's. I mean, it's all right. How about Randy Johnson? No, probably not. I'm saying, and I caught him at the end when he wasn't wasn't throwing 98. I would imagine I don't have much success off him. I remember Charlie would try to give me days off 
against him, and I would I would refuse. And looking back on it, I should have I should have accepted. Yeah, zero for nine, zero for nine. That's okay. That's okay. That's fair. I'm okay with that. Greg Maddox. Hmm. Greg Maddox. Let's see. I remember punching out, but I feel like I got some hits off him. You got two. You got you shot him once. All right. So he's in the book. Hall yeah, he's in the book. I'm not gonna give you the rest of the numbers. That's all right. John Smoltz. John Smoltz. Smoltzy. He's he was a really good pitcher and he's actually a great uh, analyst. But he got shot. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, 991 OPS against him. By the way, another <laughs> Hall of Famer, Pedro Martinez. Pedro, former teammate. Yep. Um, but he did play for the Mets, so he got shot. Yeah, yes, he did. I mean, I was going to bring up more Mets, but I mean, like, look, we're just going to. I mean, because I could go Mike Pelfrey on this, Johan Santana. It's like waffled, waffled, multiple waffles. <laughs> like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, okay. I have to say this because there are three, like, former teammates of mine all at different points in time, and I think you know where I'm going with this. Pat Mish, Todd Wellemeyer, Randy Messenger. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Um, hmm, I think I want to say Randy Messenger. Did, did I? Did he, oh. make, did he ever get me out? Uh, yeah, but they. Were, uh, you, it says here. It says six for nine, Ouch. and the three outs. You put a hole in each guy, so it's like it just <laughs> missiles everywhere. No, uh, the good old, the good old messenger days. mission. Wellemeyer, you were, um, yeah, sixteen for thirty-three with nine, nine homers. Nine homers. Yeah. Yes, like I said, those were the good old days. Those were good old days. I mean, I just I like doing it because like the the names. I mean, I could bring up CC Sabathia, and and you know what you've done against him. I mean. A 1362 OPS. And I just, I mean, there's going to be another Hall of Famer. Another guy from, you know, California. You, I mean, you just you hammered him. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, Franny. I mean, you know that. I mean, okay, yours wasn't luck. Mine was luck when I got a hit. You would waffle, yeah. guys. That wasn't luck. Once in a while, it was luck. <laughs> uh, and the final one. I, I like yeah. this one. Tim Redding. Tim Redding. That's right. He had like a he had national spin rate. He had he had a spin rate fastball. He didn't throw that hard, but he played it played up. Um, honestly, I want to say I, I've had some decent success off him, but you tell me. Oh yeah, you owned him. Oh. You owned him. Yeah, I I don't I just don't want to embarrass him, but I mean like I just looked it up. We're here at Nationals Park. I was like, yeah, you own that guy. I mean. There, there's so many more. I mean, you got, like, Tim Hudson you got 20 hits against. You got two homers. Johnny Cueto. I mean, every guy that you could think of that has actual numbers except for, oh, I got one, Matt Cain. Matt Cain, yeah. he, yeah. World Series champion yes, Matt yes, Cain. Yes. Curve my fastball. Oh, four times. I can only remember two, but I'll take four. Yeah, you're, you got four. Because I think it includes, like, maybe some postseason stuff in there. I mean, I, I look – there's there's so many things. I mean, I could go. I know you got your time, so I'm gonna let you go. But it's just like it's funny because right next to Matt Cain is Lincecum, and and you think about all the battles that you guys had. And I always remember being there for his first start. It was against you guys on Sunday Night Baseball, and it was just like I I, I witnessed a couple starts in AAA where no one was touching him. Like literally, they were check swinging, like laughing down the first baseline, like yeah, I just got. And you guys came in and just crushed him. And 
after that, I mean, we saw the real Tim Litzkum, but the first game, it like it, there was a humbling experience for that one. And you guys, I, I just remember you going, what was that? Yeah, well, I mean, I, re- I remember that. I remember he was really good. We, it was like a 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock start, yeah. so, like, you couldn't see anything. So some of those hits we had might have been just pure luck because you could, couldn't even see the baseball. Um, I don't remember having much success off, off of that game, but I think Victorino hit a homer off him. So we, I mean, you know, we had a pretty potent offense. So it was hard for a starter to kind of navigate through our lineup pretty cleanly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Timmy turned out to be a pretty – pretty dominant pitcher for those years all right dude well uh i mean i'm saying it from not only the philly fan base but from my perspective and everything like just pump for you pump for the family uh chase utley day just exactly what you wanted just everything celebrating you um (laughs) i I, look and and this is this is a, a personal thing i just know how how much david montgomery meant and i i just i that's the only thing that's missing from this day for me yeah. is, is, is that, and, and him being able to be there, but I know in spirit he will be there because yes. I know I, what he meant to you and Jen and, and, and your family. And, uh, I know how much and how excited he was every time he was around you. Every, I got to witness it a lot. Yeah. I mean, you saw, you, I mean, you know, the type of person Dave was, he was, and he was someone that had a huge influence on, on me and my career and my role in Philadelphia. Um, someone that I bounced ideas off of, someone that was straightforward with me and, you know, told me, told me how it should be when it should be. And I respected him uh, tremendously. So, yeah, it is sad that he will not be there. But like you said, he will be, be there in spirit watching over all of us. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy. And thank you for joining the Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast. I love it. <laughs> well done. Great show. Uh, thanks for having me. Are you going to be around uh, tomorrow? Uh, no, I didn't get the invite. The uh, the organization <laughs> sent me packing to San Jose. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I would I would love to be there. Well, come on down. Yeah. If you want. Fly the bird. Here we go. Come down. Here we go. All right, dude. <laughs> All right, Fran. Talk to you later. Have a good one. All right, you too. Later. Kevin Fran's out of here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.